Okay, so I'd like to welcome everybody here for our bank holiday weekend retreat till Monday, early Monday afternoon. We'll be done about two o'clock, I think. And my name is Catherine McGee, and I'm very happy to introduce you to Kirsten, who is going to be helping us and helping me teach this retreat this weekend. So what are we going to be doing? We are going to do something very simple here this weekend. We are inviting each and every one of you to stop. To land in your seat. To breathe out. To make contact with yourself, with your breath, with your body, with your heart, your mind, you, right? And as we learn to do that with the tools that we'll be offering and the practices that we're offering, we can start to... discover what may not appear to be the most obvious understandings. It's so normal for most of us, and you can tell me if this isn't the case for you, but to, to have the human experience of not quite, not quite being fully, fully at home right here. Anyone ever had that experience? All right. Or we may express the dissatisfaction differently. It may be that we find ourselves looking for answers, looking for the right experience, looking for the right job, person, situation, a little bit further along somewhere. And we find ourselves caught in a momentum, trying to get our life together, and you know, then we can rest. Right, once I've got it all together, I've got the right things together, then I can then I can land, then I can relax, then I can go deep. Or we may not even express it to ourselves as a dissatisfaction. It may be that we simply find ourselves waiting for our life to begin. You know, anyone ever waited for a better moment than this one? Right? And if we start to look at our mind and investigate, which in this practice we do, which is what's so um, wonderful, actually, about what can happen, is the stopping investigating this mind, and we can see what we're doing. So often we're waiting for another moment, waiting for our life to begin, waiting for... Conditions to come together when, what's the promise? When I can, then I can be. Right? Or we may express or feel the dissatisfaction in terms of holding back, not quite entering fully into our life, entering fully into what's here, because we're afraid maybe. 
So in this retreat we stop. And there's a long tradition of stopping. Men and women of all cultures, all generations, many traditions have taken the time to stop amidst their life. To come into places of silence and a little more solitude. To explore, to find out what happens if I'm not just in that momentum of either waiting or resisting or wondering when my life is going to get together. So in this retreat, we're not um, training you to be someone else. Sometimes when we come to practices of transformation, we can think, oh, you know, I can, um, I want to be someone else. I want to have a different mind, a different heart, a different set of experiences. And then if we're not careful, we can put ourselves under pressure and try and become someone different. In practice, we're not trying to become someone different. But by fully turning toward where we are, by no longer turning away from here, what is here, this is the doorway through which we can enter. This is the doorway of deepening. This is the doorway that is pointed to the doorway of right here and now where we're not waiting for the future and we're not resisting the past or um, reliving it. But entering fully right here is our doorway for deepening, for deepening into stillness, for deepening into... Letting go of needing to be someone else. And our doorway for what we don't yet already know. What we may not be seeing clearly because we're living in our ideas about this life and ourself. So spiritual practice is pointing us to see, to wake up actually, to wake up to things as they are to see deeply. So the Buddha expressed this very clearly of all his teachings. He said, I teach one thing only, and that is suffering and the end of suffering. So his commitment and dedication for practice and liberation was to for the ending of suffering, the ending of the, the unsatisfactory way that we experience this human predicament at times, that in stopping, he took his seat of meditation, in looking very deeply here and now, he understood the ways that 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 happens, the ways that the mind moves, that we find ourselves spinning and weaving pathways of unhappiness. And he understood through cultivation how we can learn to follow pathways that lead toward happiness. So 
So I began at the beginning by saying we're going to do something very simple. But that doesn't necessarily sound that simple, right? To awaken, to, to disentangle, actually. When the Buddha invited his monks and nuns to practice, it was to disentangle from the world, to stop, to set this up as a way excuse me, <coughs> of understanding what it really means to be disentangled. And if we look at the other side of that word, it is freedom, actually. And this is what the Buddha, it's the other way of talking about the ending of suffering is freedom where we're not hindered in that moment by our patterning, by our history. doesn't mean we don't have a history, of course we do. But we're not hindered, we're not living from it. Where we're free to be right here and understand what it is to be a human being, to take the human place in this world, to be in the world and not of the world. So that said, all of that framework said, luckily the practice is simple. Right? It, has, it may sound very lofty, you might think, crumbs, I just came here for a break this weekend. I didn't come here for all of that. And we'll get there. All of your motivations are welcome. You don't have to sign up with this one. Right? That suddenly, okay, now I'm here till Monday, I'm supposed to... Uh, you know, want to awaken. You may have come for stillness. You may have come for silence. You may have come because you're curious. You may have come because the theme interests you. The theme this weekend is uh, always, always insight meditation. That's what's taught here. Insight meditation and inquiry, which we'll get to. But the theme is non-attachment and intimacy. Non-attachment and intimacy, how to live in this world in a way that is free and deeply connected, deeply intimate. You may have come because you love practice. You may have come because you don't love practice, but you know it's really good for you. (laughs) And sometimes you love practice. You can kind of, you've had moments where you've loved practice. You may have come because someone else said it's a really good idea. Right? That's the hardest one to come with. If anyone's here because someone said, you need to go to Guy House and sort of sent you on your way, it's pretty hard. Sometimes hard to kind of find our own motivation. That's what I'm going to really encourage you to do tonight, to find what really brings you here. To make it personal and individual because, of course, we have our own stories and our own life situations and all of that that we bring to this seat and that is welcome so how is it simple here
The practice that we'll engage with only asks us to be with just this moment, just one moment at a time, just one breath at a time, one step at a time. And this really is possible. Doesn't mean we don't get lost in our mind, but we can always reorient to that intention. There's a, there used to be a poster at Guy House. I don't know if it's still here. Um, maybe you can tell me if you've seen it. Um, when I've sat on retreat, it often brought great comfort to me. In the times When at times on retreat, it's not always the easiest thing, right? Just being here with your own body and mind. It's a wonderful possibility and things really happen, but it's not always the easiest thing. And there's this poster that had things to do today, you know, the things to do today list, if you're one of those types of people that has things to do today lists. And it had the list, and it said, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And it's, oh, okay. Because that momentum so easily builds where we're supposed to be someone else, be somewhere else. And it's like, ah, oh, come back, come back, come back. Don't turn away from you anymore. You don't have to be any different. Exactly as you find yourself to be, this is exactly the doorway. And through the practices, we'll investigate how to be with that, how to be with this experience that we come with called my body and mind. Rather than saying, I've come on a meditation retreat and I want to trade it for a different body and mind. Right? We do train the mind. Practice is very much about training the mind. And it's also about deeply relaxing where we are. It's about welcoming all things, welcoming what comes to us. And it's about not sticking to anything at the same time. It's about entering as wholeheartedly as we're able, right? As giving as much as we can to this without becoming heavy or hard on ourselves and at the same time being lighthearted and even playful. And it's about understanding that liberates the heart-mind from that sense of that limited sense of self that feels so separate and isolated from our life, from our world, from each other. And where we start is right here with you, with me. So some of you have probably been working today and probably took a lot to get here for many of you. I only know two people here for whom they live here on this retreat, so it's a slightly shorter journey for them. But a lot of you have had big journeys, been at work, had to arrange for the children to be taken care of or tidy up at work or relatives that you're looking after or sick people that you're nursing or just doing what it takes to be able to come away for a few days for anybody, actually. So tonight, really letting yourself arrive 
really let yourself arrive. Even if you're not sure about being here yet, there's a good number of you who are new to Gaia House here. I'd say about 12 of you who are new to Gaia House. So, you know, and there's a lot to take in at the beginning. Right? It's a new place and you have to get here and find it and then you kind of find the sort of the culture of it. It's sort of, you find out that it's silent, but at the beginning they talk to you and when's the silence going to start and well, it looks a bit austere or, um, you know, my bed's too soft or my bed's too hard. Mm. And then we get taken on a tour and they ring bells. Oh, this is very strange. I remember my very first retreat thinking it was, I really wanted to be there. It was another guy house back then. And it was also rather strange. So... If that's the case, you're not, you're not alone. Um, but I really encourage you to unpack, to give yourself as, as wholeheartedly as you're able so that you can, in a way, establish your physical roots here. You know, you put your clothes in the drawer, hang them up, so that we can really begin tomorrow morning taking our seat and giving it what we can. So I'm going to pass the mic to Kirsten. She has a few things to share with you, and then I'll then we'll do something else. Okay, welcome. Um, can everyone hear me? Yeah. And again, if you have difficulties hearing me, just raise your hands because the mic is quite far away from my mouth, and also I tend to get more silent in my voice when I speak for a longer time. So just really continuing from where Catherine started, you know, time to stop, time to be really where we are. And actually time to get maybe really intimate with ourselves, which can be sometimes quite a scary prospect to be really intimate with ourselves away from all the things we normally have to get away. Television, books, whatever we do, you know, to be not just right there. So here in Gaia House, we have a certain, you know, I mean, unfortunately, the only, the only phrase which comes to my mind right now is like a certain set of rules, which sounds very harsh and very authoritarian. But it's really... Like it's more like ingredients which hopefully will enable each and every one of you to become more intimate for yourself and actually see it as this, as a long-tested mixture of ingredients we are creating here during this week and to make something possible which is really hard to find outside of places like Gaia House. And one very important ingredient, and you have heard it probably already in the manager's talk, is... No, I told him not to say that. Oh, okay, so you haven't been told. <laughs> Catherine hinted to it, is silence. So as Gaia House is a silent retreat center. And just sit for a moment, for this, especially if those who are new to the whole practice. Silence can be quite daring, scary, <gasps> you know. Maybe we have memories of our childhood where silence was some, something to punish us. You know, haven't been nice, have been rude, you know, and you are met with silence, stony silence. 
but maybe just stepping back a little bit and seeing if you can relate, if you relate in this way to something slightly different. Silence is also called in the tradition the ennobling silence, noble silence. And it's really a means to help us to disengage from the permanent chatter outside and ultimately also to quieten our mind inside. We don't have to tell our stories. We don't have to explain ourselves. You don't have, don't have to tell anyone who you are, what you do, why you do it, and why you don't do certain things. And just see if you can get the sense of relief. Oh, God, I can just be, don't have to say anything. So it's really a gift we are giving to each other. And also, if you feel sometimes that you more relate to the silence around you in a, you know, in a way that is that it feels oppressive or st- stifling, just explore, be open to it, and see if you can also connect to maybe a sense of space the silence <coughs> gives the silence gives you. In some traditions or in some schools of inside meditation. Um, retreatants are very strongly disencouraged to even have eye contact. Here in Gaia House, it's fine if you have eye contact. It's fine if you smile. But also see what happens if you smile to a person and the other person doesn't smile back. Maybe they're in a completely different place. can trigger off quite a lot of inner responses. So just see where you are and be aware that maybe some outgoing gesture might be not responded in a way you wish for and not take it too personal. So as it's really an invitation to stay as much as possible with yourself without closing down or shutting out, but just staying with yourself and not engaging all the time in going outward in, in terms of speaking. Um, another very, very important ingredient are the so-called five precepts. And I don't know if they have been mentioned in the manager's talk. No. Also not. It's very unusual. <laughs> okay. So the five precepts are sometimes also called the five trainings. And they are to abstain from taking any life which is, of course, what might seem very easy in a place, you know, we won't kill each other, hopefully, but also to really see when we have this very conditioned response towards any life form which bothers us in this moment, this zack, you know, and to really connect with the knowing. We know all that actually every living being just wants to be happy, fears pain, and is afraid and doesn't want to die. And to really take this in, you know, not causing any harm as much as possible during this retreat, not taking any life form, even if it's just what you think a very insignificant little spider which you disagree with at this moment. The second precept is not to take what is not given. 
and again really to create a safe safe place during this week and to respect each other's belongings to not just assume because something is standing there I can take it like a you know, shower, jail or whatever and just really exploring it and seeing again what is going on in your mind around it And the next training is to abstain from harmful speech or from lying. And of course this might be perceived as not very difficult because we don't speak with each other outside of the inquiries which Catherine will explain later. But also to see what you are saying to yourself you might realize that actually also you are silent outside, that there's most probably a lot of inner monologue going on. What you are telling yourself about yourself and others. And again, being really interested in it. Not in a harsh, judging way, but just really seeing what is happening here. What is happening here? Ah, interesting. Fourth training not to cause any harm with the expression of your sexuality. Very, very powerful energy, very, very important and beautiful energy, but has a potential to cause immense harm. So on this retreat, actually, we ask you to abstain from any sexual activities. And again, not as a, from a moral Viewpoint, but really to explore this area of your life. What is going on around it? You know, when it arises, you know, the wish to live it out. What is, you know, just getting interested in it and not acting upon it during this weekend. And last but not least, not to take any substances which cloud your mind not to take any drugs or alcohol. We want to know our mind. We want to see how our mind is working. We want to have a clear mind during this weekend. We are curious. We don't have to get away from it. And of course, having said this, if you are on any medication which you need to take, continue to do so. That's completely fine. But really, any other substances, just see if you can go without them this weekend. And all this really makes it a much safer place. And also, actually, another way to see it is that if we are acting according to the five precepts, is that we might be closer to our true nature, that we are taking a stand which might be closer to truth. And again, you don't have to you know, believe it, but just you know, could be a way to, to see it. Maybe it speaks to you to see it in this way. And they are not shoulds and, sh- not should and shouldn'ts in the sense of um, you know, rules you must not overstep. 
So if you fail to follow uh, one of these trainings or precepts, it's not a sin. You will not be condemned. But it's really a way to see how we act when we act from a place of not understanding, when we act from a place when we are, where we are not connected with our wisdom and love and care. That's all. doesn't say anything about who you are as a person. It's just, oh, now I acted in a way which actually causes me and others more suffering. Interesting. How does it feel? That's interesting. So can you see the difference? It's not like, you must not. But it's really like, a way to reflect our mind and our behavior against a certain mirror and very much staying within very close connection of our heart and mind around these things rather than becoming rules we are following. And the Buddha that actually Another way to see see these five precepts, which I find really, really beautiful, is that it's a gift we are giving to each other. With this gift of silence, with the gift of the five trainings or five precepts, we are reducing pain and suffering in this world. We are reducing fear and suspicion in this world. We are creating a space in this week, during this weekend where we don't have to be tense, overly careful, on guard, but we can let go oh, because we agreed on this. Thank you, thank you. And the last ingredient is also what Catherine mentioned already, simplicity. Gaia House is pretty simple, but I have to say when I first to Gaia, came to Gaia House, having set quite a lot of retreats in India, I was shocked by its luxurious, um, you know, luxurious appearance. But, you know, it is, it is a very simple place. And your days will be quite simple. You don't have to make any decision. There's a schedule, very clear. We will explain it later. Wake up, sitting, walking, work period, sitting, walking. Not much to do. And really, again, this simplicity enables us to, to stop, to arrive where we are. And fully, fully gives this, gives this gift of simplicity to yourself. So we really, really ask you to turn off your mobile phones. Which you hadn't, didn't have to say it 10 years ago, turn off your mobile phones. You know, and if you have any calls to make, you know, to just sort out some last things, of course, do this call now and then just turn it off, take it away, put it away. Don't don't read too much or don't read at all. Um, some, some of us have the tendency to have 
really long journal writing, and it's a very beautiful thing, and it's fine to write down certain things, but if you, if you can actually see that it is a way to get away from yourself, oh, now I'm just writing a journal. Again, just let it drop. And also, um, don't use a library to re- during the retreat. Again, really to make it as much as possible a very simple very open, very still place for you. I think that's it with my set of rules, as I said in the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> Still don't have a, that better expression. <laughs> An invitation of creating a beautiful place to really deeply explore into life would be another way to put it. <coughs> so... Thank you very much. And maybe just take a deep breath. And just maybe with a look around, acknowledge to each other that you will give these gifts to each other during this week. And and what a wonderful gift you are giving and what a wonderful gift you are receiving. Thank you very much. So, you've probably been sitting over an hour now. Um, Let's move our body a little bit and then we'll do a short exercise together. So, I'm just going to invite you to come to your two feet. (coughs) And make sure there's enough room in front of you. Because we're just going to jiggle a little bit. So let your knees be soft and just bounce. Let the breath move a bit. A lot of our practices this weekend are very formal. Right? And some of us, when we get formal, we can get tight. And they don't go together in this practice. The formality can really support our intimacy and relaxation. So let's have a chance to really unbutton to begin with, in case you were buttoning up. Can you hear me okay at the back? Yeah? So check the muscles of your eyes. Let them uh, have a holiday. Nothing to look for. Muscles around the face and the jaw. Let some sound come. Shoulders. Chest. Belly. And as you let the bouncing soften a little, just scan your attention through the body and check where it still feels kind of held or tight or tense or sore. And just very gently bring the attention there and breathe.
and letting all of that, at least the intention to let that start to drop to your feet to earth. And inhaling, arms up, holding, and exhaling with a sigh if there is one. Sometimes on Friday night people have sighs. So inhaling, arms up, and any sound. And one more inhaling. And this time holding. And with a sound from the belly this time, with a ha. <laughs> yeah, let's do another one. Get it right from the belly. It takes a while sometimes. With a ha. <laughs> if you've ever heard those deep t- Tibetan chantings, right from the body, right from the belly. And a ha. <laughs> Breathing in, shoulders to ears. <coughs> and dropping. <coughs> Hands to lower back and turning hip circles from the inside. change direction and shaking a leg and another leg and half a minute freestyle there's anything you want to move before we get really formal. <laughs> and then come find a seat. Your seat. We're going to do a short exercise before we wrap up tonight. And uh, just to say, this weekend is insight meditation and inquiry. So these inquiry practices, I'll explain a lot more tomorrow. And we'll do one after lunch tomorrow. And I'll tell you more about it then. Um, It doesn't come from the insight meditation tradition. It's another whole practice that can be very compatible and support us in taking our seat and arriving and deepening and understanding. So tonight what we're going to do is just for a few minutes, uh, you're going to find somebody to work with, somebody to sit with for a few minutes. And you're simply going to... uh, 
sit opposite them for a few minutes and one of you is going to ask the other one, what brings you here? What brings you here? And the other one is going to answer whatever they want. Not the correct answer or the spiritually correct answer, right? But whatever brings you here, right? And there'll be a few minutes you can speak for as long or as short as you like. Um, doesn't have to make sense, doesn't have to be logical. Um, but just let yourself answer, be impacted by the question, and then just answer um, my car. Okay, and then your partner says thank you and asks you again, what brings you here? I don't know. Thank you. What brings you here? Actually, I really have no idea. I thought I knew, but now I actually have no idea. Thank you. What brings you here? And as you stay with the question for a few minutes, just let your responses bubble up. It may be very clear to you while you're here. It's like, actually, I'm really needing a place of refuge right now. Or sanctuary. Right? Thank you. What brings you here? I know practice is really good for me, but I don't like it. Thank you. What brings you here? I love practice. I want to deepen. Thank you. What brings you here? Oh, when you ask me that, I start to get a little nervous. You know, thank you. So stay with your experience, really giving yourself a lot of freedom to not have to come up with the right answer. You're not going to be marked, right? It's for you, and it's not even for the other one. It's for you to find out more and more what is your current motivation. And there may be many, you know, there may be many. And we don't, they're not always obvious to us. There's the obvious and there's sometimes the less obvious. So whether it's for silence, for stillness, for refuge, for sanctuary, for reflection, for, um, for peace or for training the mind or because you're curious or because someone said it was a good idea but you're not sure yet or um, because you really feel called to deepen or, actually, I really want to know about intimacy and non-attachment. It's been one of my main themes in my life, and I'm still really confused about it. Thank you. What brings you here? And your partner, who's asking you the question, will be very uh, simple, right? They won't be um, nodding. It's not a chat. It's not a time for a chat. They won't be ch uh, chipping in or offering advice or... They'll just be a silent witness for you. Right? So even if as the partner you feel tempted to um, you know, give encouragement, let's say your partner is stuck, they don't know, I don't know why I'm here. Thank you. What brings you here? Stop asking me. I don't know. Thank you. Resist the temptation to encourage them. All right, let them have their own experience. It's fine not to know. Right? Not knowing can be a big part of this path as we deepen beyond the obvious. So just seeing whatever is there. As one teacher said, I practice meditation 
so that I might see the purple flowers in the hedgerows that I otherwise might miss. Right? Something about, I think, that calls many of us to not miss our life. We don't want to kind of get to our deathbed and wonder, what was that all about? Right? So whatever it is that calls you to a place of practice, um, you can explore that, find out. And it will only be for a few minutes. This is just the, we're just dipping our toes in this this evening. There's a lot more to say about this practice. So, uh, any questions about that? We'll just do it for a few minutes together. Anything you want to ask about that? Can we take a turn? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, yes, you'll both get a go. Right, but I'll ring the bell after a few minutes and then you'll swap. So even if you said, I've said it all, I've done, I'm finished. Thank you. What brings you here? Oh, God, this is relentless. Thank you. What brings you here? Come on, can't we just stop? Thank you. What brings you here? There's a way that very kindly you're holding your partner to just stay with something, right? Which in this practice we do a lot of, staying with. We need to stay with anything in order to deepen. So um, sit opposite, find somebody to work with. Uh, Suggest somebody that, not your friend you came with, although you can if you really want to. It's kind of interesting to do it with someone who you've never seen before. It's kind of open. And sit uh, in a way, if your partner's on a chair, then you might need to be on a chair with them so you're not at different levels. So if you get into twos and set it up, and then I'll guide you in. Anybody need somebody? Yeah? <laughs> you need somebody? Okay. Um, do you want to go down? Yeah. Okay, Kirsten will join you. And just decide who's going to um, ask the question first and who's going to respond first or not respond first. <laughs> And when you've decided that, then just come both into silence for a moment on your own when you've decided. And I'll just support you before we support you in coming into your seat of meditation. So even though the form has changed now, you're sitting opposite somebody rather than facing the front. really want to support you to just take a breath because there's no one you have to be right now. You don't have to come up with the best answers, the right answers, or any answers. It's a practice for you to find out really where you are. So take a nice breath in. And breathing out into your belly, letting it take up its room, your ballast, your support, your belly. And breathing in once more. And breathing out into your seat, really take your seat, right? You don't have to rehearse the answers because it's fine if you don't know. (coughs) And breathing in, 
Breathing out into the muscles of your face, let them soften. You don't have to be someone for the other person, someone that you think you're supposed to be. Your biggest gift to the other is just to be here, breathing. And let the hands be soft. Notice if you're getting ready, trying to think of something. I can always say my car. (laughs) If I get stuck, remember it's not an exam. It's fine to pause. We're going to get very used to silences over these days. So it's really okay. And if your partner is silent for a whole minute, that's fine. And then just say thank you and ask again. So it'll be a few minutes Let's give it a go and I'll ring the bell for you to stop. So please begin. What brings you here?
mind taking a breath with whichever role you were in? (coughs) And breathing, just check if you're still breathing. Can be a little nerve-wracking sometimes to breathe this on the spot. Just breathe with that if that's the case. And if that is the case, you can say that when it's your turn. It's like, wow, I'm really nervous right now. Thank you. What brings you here? So switching roles, what brings you here?
So finishing up with your partner and then coming to face the front. Take a couple of minutes now if there's anything you want to say from your experience. So one of the guidelines in this part, not speaking from your partner's experience, but from yours, if there's anything you found out or uh, want to tell us about what brings you here. Anyone want to say anything? What brings you here? And breathing, in case you think someone's supposed to say something. Can you hear okay? She said, when I asked it in the beginning, something came up and she made this gesture almost from her legs through her torso of love brought her here. And that kept coming. So you, did you keep saying it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so, and what was it like just to keep saying it? It didn't come, it, it kind of came after those things in between. Okay. Okay. Okay, so she noticed different kinds of love. A kind of a big love, and then more specifically later, a love for herself. A kind of personal love. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Tracy. Um, a birthday present to myself. When's your birthday? Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> could you hear? <laughs> oh, could you hear that at the back? It's her birthday on Tuesday, and it's a birthday present. And she was torn between going partying and and a silent retreat. And a silent retreat. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. this one. What's that? This one. It was your birthday present. Who's that saying that? Your birthday present too. Okay. <coughs> Great. Welcome. Well, we can say happy birthday on Monday. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to say to myself whether it was my mind speaking or whether it was he speaking. But I know I, what I said was true. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have to think what I'm going okay, yeah, to, sure. to express myself. Uh-huh. You, you know. Right, so she's gesturing to her heart. She says she wonders if it came from her head or her heart. But we can have both. So in the, in the Buddhist tradition, we're not against the head. It's just that we're tra- because it tends to uh, occupy such a kind of primary position... We're, in a way, bringing it into alignment 
with, and you say, yeah, it sounded like truth. You recognized it as truth. Yeah. You want to tell us what it was or just that? Yeah? Anything else you want to say? No, it's true. I mean, we still need our faculties. As we let go of the mind in the familiar way, we still have it. Right? We still have it. I was noticing the the difference in what I I came here for or what was coming up for me to what uh, my partner was saying. Um, I normally normally come to retreats excited and reverential and um, it's not that I'm feeling profane at the moment but there's there's not the normal reverentialness there's there's a lot lot of heaviness and so that, that really highlighted Right, and how how was it that it felt really different than your partner's experience? Is that okay by you? Uh, it brought up anger. Okay, yeah. Do you know how come? Because it wasn't what I was feeling, and it's, and it's what I want. Okay, okay. Thank you. Can you hear that at the back? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It's really... An important piece. So sometimes our partner can have a very different experience in these exercises, and actually your partner was experiencing some love, felt called by love, and you want that, but it's not what you're experiencing. And there was anger, which is what, which is what you're experiencing, right? That was here. How is it just to breathe with that? Yes. They're all they're all bit. Most of them are behind you. <laughs> Most of them are behind. Just, um, just breathing. You don't have to do anything. It's tight. It's, yeah. It's really tight here. And was it something that you knew was yeah. around before you came? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is where you're beginning. Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of gentleness with the anger tonight, with the tightness. You already can see it, feel it in your body, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of breathing out with that without demanding that it goes and that you've got love by tomorrow morning. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there is a pressure. I've yeah. Pressure. Okay. So yeah. there's the pressure to get to the love part. Yeah. yeah. We're all floating around and it's wonderful. <laughs> right. And then the reverential part. Yeah. So trust where you are if you can. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not, you say, normally I come with excitement and reverence. That's not here. Actually, I'm tight and heavy, is my experience right now. There's a pressure to have a different experience. Right. So if you can clock the pressure. Right, which is, will have another effect in the body and mind. Oh yeah, I'm putting myself under pressure to be something else. And is that familiar? <clears throat> yeah. So what would it be tonight to really bring a kindness to you? Like, okay, I'm here with this. Don't want it, but it's what's here. Is that a question? Um, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rhetorical question it's how would it be it's opening that possibility you don't need to answer it now yeah. thank you it's a really important point if our partner has, seems to have a very different experience what do we do with that in our mind can we really let them be there or see what the response is in this case and work with that <coughs> anything else before we wrap up yeah Mm-hmm. 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 Okay.
Okay, so you had a, a good experience of having someone yeah. relentlessly asking you the same question. Yeah. And it felt supportive rather than prying. Or... Yeah, that's the intention. That's absolutely the intention that it can be a real support. Sometimes other things might show up, like we feel oppressed by the, you know, that they're asking us again. Or as the asker, we can then feel like I'm being intrusive. I mustn't. <laughs> but actually, its intention is to just stay with, to stay with. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so let's take a breath, and we'll we won't be doing anything like that for uh, until two thirty tomorrow after lunch. Um, it's a curious thing we're doing. We're going to be going in and out of the silence and solitude, and then into these interactive pieces. Right, which is quite an art. It's quite an art. So you don't have to get it right. Be very clear to leave any judgment and criticism. You can, you can lay it up here, actually. You can lay that up here so you can be really free to have your experience. Part of the sanctuary here is about not having to get it right in the way that many of us put ourselves under pressure. You know, we can do the same here. We're supposed to have the right experience or say the right thing or so please lay the judgment at the altar so you can experiment so um, the silence begins now um, I'll just tell you a little bit about the schedule we wake up tomorrow morning at 6.30 with the bell and we meet together here at 7 for a sitting before breakfast Breakfast at 7.30, and then a work period for most of you at 8.15 till 9.15. And then at 9.30 in the morning, we'll all meet back here where we have... Uh, I'll give much more comprehensive instructions about the meditation. Right, That will be really where the beginning of the comprehensive instructions in, into the sitting practice will be tomorrow morning. And the rest will be up on the board when you leave here. You can see that the day weaves between sitting and walking, <clears throat> meditation, an inquiry period in the afternoon, sitting and walking, some Dharma teaching in the evening, sitting and walking. Right? This simple, one of the sim- simplest things we can do, but one of the most challenging and difficult for a human being to just keep coming back to where we are. So I know it takes a lot of courage for most of us to come and land and arrive. So let's end the evening with a very short sitting, just a few minutes, just to land in our seat, as this is our primary practice here, the sitting meditation. (coughs) Tomorrow we'll also take time with posture and how to establish your body in the sitting if you're newer to practice okay but for now just a posture that is relatively upright except for there's one or two people with health issues that are laying down and just for now just for these minutes letting your buttocks and backside Firmly establish their seat. 
we place the body in a posture that says to our mind, we're not going anywhere. Right? It doesn't mean our mind automatically stops going somewhere. Right? But we place ourselves in this symbolic posture. And as you do, we'll just begin with a couple of deliberate breaths just to relax a little bit in this posture. So breathing in and breathing out. And another one of those ones, breathing in and breathing out. And one more deliberate breath, breathing in. And letting it go. (sighs) And now letting the breathing be just as it is. And for these minutes, we're very simply going to train the mind to receive this breath in your body. Receiving it means being here. As the breath is drawn in, your body and being here as the breath leaves and drops away and lets go of you and when your mind wanders if you really should have gone to that party then very gently and clearly bring it back because you didn't you're here. And as much as we can wholeheartedly line up with ourself, this is the gift that we give. Breathing in and breathing out, knowing that you're here. Breathing in and breathing out, knowing that you're here. And breathing in and breathing out. You are here. In this silence. (coughs) Excuse me. Breathing in. Breathing out, you're here with this body. Breathing in and breathing out, welcoming yourself here with this mind, which may not always be your friend at times. Breathing in 
And breathing out with this heart, this heart that feels or doesn't feel, this one, welcoming it here. Breathing in and breathing out with this mind state, whatever is your mood right now, welcoming it here. Will you welcome this moment just for now? And breathing out with this silence, just starting to get to know it, the silence in this room. Breathing with it. Resting in it like it's a warm bath where you can be exactly as you are. even if you're tight and contracted right now. Even if you're tired and ready for bed right now. Even if you're happy and anticipating right now. Peaceful or sorrowful right now. numb and disconnected right now. Breathing in and breathing out. Unhooking from the story and making contact with the breath. Just for now. May all beings be safe and protected. May all beings know happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from suffering.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.